0: G'day Groovy Humans and welcome to A Groovy Enlightened Life. Today on the show we are talking to Andrea Powell's Gullick. Andrea shares with us her story of trauma and loss and grief and how she had to re-identify and recreate herself and her future by coming into a deeper awareness of self, of who she was and what she really wanted to create in the world, and also developing a practice of acceptance. In her life. And ultimately, through her experiences and her lessons, she has found her passion her passion for helping others to really understand who they are at a deeper level, to help them shift and move and realize that they are the creators of their own life and helping them to choose courage over comfort. I hope you can join us today on the episode. So sit back, relax, grab a cover, let's get cracking. Uh, today on the show, we have a special guest, Andrea Powers gullick Welcome to the show, Andrea.
1: Thank you, Maya. It's awesome to be
0: here. So could you just start by sharing a little bit about yourself and what your service is to the world?
1: Okay. So I'm an intuitive courage coach and how I landed here. So that's, that's my title for what is essentially a life coach. But I lean into the intuition and the courage primarily because of my journey in life. And I've landed here because I've experienced a couple of uh, traumatic events in my life. My first child uh, was, it was just turned 16, but he was diagnosed with neuroblastoma at two days old, which is a malignant tumour, and had to undergo chemotherapy and surgery and went into remission. And we managed to get on with life, have another child. And when Geordie, our firstborn, was three and my second son was eight months, my husband was killed in a car accident. So those life experiences in particular and overcoming the trauma or adapting and accepting the trauma as part of who I am now and then my life choices after that means that I am really passionate about helping people move through not so much trauma because I think that that is a specialized um, arena for professionals such as counsellors and psychologists to deal with but more so people that come to a point in their life women in particular who just do not feel like they are getting what they want out of life they don't know who they are and that exploration and courage to make the changes that they need to to be the best that they can be, I guess.
0: Yeah, no, that's amazing. And what I'm finding talking to people is they all seem to have their own personal journey um, through something, and then they're bringing their skills and their lessons and teachings to other people. Is that what you're doing here?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I could, as much as we don't have a crystal ball, my I could confidently say that I went on to go to university after my husband's accident and became a teacher. And now I've, I've pivoted again to go into coaching and, uh, motivational speaking. And I, I really truly believe that maybe I wouldn't have done those things. I don't think that I had the inner fire without the experiences to really shake me and say, well, you can die wishing you had have actually stepped towards these things. Or you can actually go and achieve them, mm. and it's that lesson that's so predominant for me that I don't. I, I want to really help support as many people as I can to not die wishing yeah. that they had achieved something because fear held them back.
0: Mm. Yeah, no, it's an amazing mission. I love it. So, where was the tipping point? I guess from for you um, in realizing that this was the path you wanted to pursue.
1: The tipping point was probably when I had a really um beautiful friend. I had started writing, so just using Facebook or a blog just and I found it really therapeutic but they 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 reflected and said that would be so powerful if you put that in a book, like the way that you express things in your and your outlook and up until that point, I had never really recognised my gifts. So I had spent most of my adult life wishing that I could be the quiet little mouse in the corner. Why do I have to speak so much? Lots of people laughing and joking about, oh, it's going to up, And taking that as a real, I mean, this is one of my downfalls. And that tipping point of beginning to write and beginning to see that people resonated and can, could feel the messages that I was delivering meant that I actually had a complete shift away from, oh, my gosh, I should change this to, oh, my gosh, this is my greatest gift. I can say what so many people can't that but, but so many people are feeling.
0: Mm, that's amazing.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> I love uh, it. It took a little while, I guess, because yeah. obviously trauma doesn't, you don't wake up one day and trauma is over. It's a lifelong journey. And so I spent, you know, many years just trying to put the pieces back together, trying to put me back together, trying to manage mental health issues and, and create, you know, chapter two with chapter one being, you know, a part, like we can, we never, we never re- really move on. We just kind of evolve with what happens in our life. So, and then, yeah, I just came to a place where I realized that my, my message and my voice and my heart was actually something that needed to be out there. And I said, i mm. hiding.
0: Yeah, no, that's fantastic. I love it. I love this story. It gives me chills.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm loving the work you're doing and, and sharing, you know, with others. I mean, that's so important. It's important work. So
1: Yeah, I guess um, in, in a lot of kind of the arenas that I'm in and people that talk about it, and, you know, if you talk from a business point of view in terms of, you know, niching and who do you work with and who you're serving and all that sort of stuff, at the end of the day, fundamentally, I, I really want to be able to support the people who I was. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. want to help those people that maybe don't have that friend or don't have that that belief that they are amazing and they that they can change anything. That in their life that is not serving them, if they had the right support and the right cheerleaders around them, you mm. know, our community and, and the environment of people that we move around with will directly impact our ability to 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 reach for the stars mm. and so yeah. if there are people that don't have that, I absolutely want to be one of the people that that is that for somebody else, yeah
0: yeah, I know that's amazing. Was there any part of, I guess, that journey where you found some resistance, where it was like, "Do I really want to get into this space, helping people through what I experienced?"
1: Was there resistance? I, I feel like the resistance comes from uh, when we grow and change and step towards things. I think for me, personal experience is that you the. I believe in the universe, you can call it what, you know, I don't mind what people call it, but that external energy that's out there, I I do believe that it will call you into being serious or not. And there's definitely been experiences that have happened where I knew what my truth was and I knew what I needed to be doing, but there was resistance. And for me, that's just literally whether or not you allow evidence to support your limiting beliefs or whether you can recognize that this is just the next stage of the evolution of you know going to what what is calling you mm. and how serious are you
0: yeah absolutely
1: so, yeah but resist. i mean resistance to me is, is is how much i'm willing to feed into the limiting beliefs and yeah. and that inner critic that's going to sit you back and say no 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 just now, just now. <laughs> you know. be quiet but, yeah and and really I guess for me the pivoting point is when that happens my ability to recognize that that really is just the ego and I am making it about me and what I'm feeling and that that's my that's my opportunity to pivot to the broader greater mission and that is the people that I can support mm, yeah that's
0: beautiful so with the people that you work with, I guess, what have you found is the number one reason why they struggle to find courage and confidence when things get hard and difficult in life?
1: Um, personally, I believe it's around awareness of self. So the limiting beliefs and the ego that I'm talking about, that there are stories on repeat that is uh, in the subconscious that, that this is automatic pilot and people uh, just haven't had the light to shine on this yet to recognize and truly be able to understand what goes on with that and that to me is the number one thing is that uh there, there hasn't been the experience or maybe the person or the you know knowing where to go to help tease this apart to be able to say when i think of doing this when i i feel like i want to take that action what goes on in the subconscious mind that will step in front of your way And breaking through that, so some people will break through that, but then, like I said before, then you'll have external experiences. You can get through your own thought patterns and shine a light, but then how do you manage the next stage, which is when the outside rejects who you are or what you want, then you have to go again and you have to dig deeper again and you have to be able to. So there's the experience, good, bad or otherwise, that we have in life is my belief. Good bad or otherwise. They're just experiences. Yep. It's the meaning that you make about yourself from that experience that will let you continue to move forward or sit you back in the corner hush now. Yeah. And it's that getting into the getting into the nitty gritty of what our mind does on automatic pilot. And it's really interesting because today I did a post and it's as simple as I've identified with having a bird phobia my whole life I'm afraid of birds anything with an unpredictable flight pattern yep and over the last couple of months and this might seem really small and trivial but I've recognized it's just it's just a loop that I've identified with am I really afraid of birds or is it just the identity that I've created and a bird flew onto the table to eat what was on the table and i didn't flinch and i didn't move and i didn't scream and i didn't shudder Yep. and my thing is until we bring awareness to the stories that we play over and over then it's really hard to be courageous mm. and it's really difficult to step outside your comfort zone and if you don't manage the little things like a bird phobia Yep. Then you are. It's going to be so much harder to manage the big things like changing a relationship, changing a career path, moving away, having courageous conversations. If you can't recognise the small little
0: fears, so, mm. yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. You mentioned a couple of times about ego. Um, so ego versus soul. Now that's one of my favourite topics as well. I'd love to. Yay. I'd love.
1: <laughs> love I'd, I'd
0: love to hear your thoughts around this.
1: Yeah, so my thoughts, whether you call it the ego, whether you call it the inner critic, whether you call it the monkey mind, doesn't matter. Again, same as the universe. It is that part of our brain that absolutely needs to stay safe and needs familiarity and needs us to play small so that we are not out on display to be hurt or harmed in any way. And its job is to keep us safe. That's what it's there for. But if we don't bring awareness to its booby traps along the way, then it actually will go into overdrive to keep us safe from everything, even the things that ultimately bring us joy. And so it's the stories and the loops and the programs and that come from not so much us, comes from all of the external conditioning so whether that be family whether that be schools whether that be um, workplaces we're conditioned to believe certain things and we pop that on loop and the ego just grabs the bit that's going to push on the pain point the most to stop you from living out what your soul truly wants for you Mm
0: absolutely what's your take my take yeah sort of a very similar thing very similar thing so yeah you've got obviously i call it like your egoic self and then your soul or your spirit self and you know i talk a lot more about the dualistic nature um and that that we've created in society how we've split these things apart and about how we need to actually you know we need them we need these things to like you said to keep us safe to identify who we are but we need to sort of bridge them together to work together Um, and that it's exactly the same thing it's about the stories it's about the 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 false beliefs we have and things like that where we've got to shift and move that and also strip our identity Um, is actually take away the stories and and go well who am I really really inside like who am I am I is the ultimate you know question uh, that we need to answer and that could be very scary for people because you've got to strip away these identities and these stories and beliefs about ourselves that we've built up over time Mm. so yeah I
1: love it because that's you know, you're speaking to my heart. Is that, <laughs> I mean, that's it, isn't it? And without mm. the awareness, but and really, the two words for me, and they're both a words, are awareness, but also acceptance. Exactly. Again, with the you know that I speak so much and I talk too much, it was literally coming into a place of accepting that this is who I am. Exactly. And this, it's okay to be a talker and oversharer and all of that. But even the the other elements that maybe people find difficult, like I'm not great with time management or it's, it's an acceptance opposed to feeling like you are failing in some way. That's right. We have gifts and we have, I don't even know the word, but you know, maybe less desirable attributes. But when we make ourselves wrong for it and when, you know, the ego comes out to play and you've got, you know, stories screaming at you, not making ourselves wrong for that—that that this 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 is just a belief that we have picked up in our journey, and love and compassion is going to actually help us move through that more so than frustration and agitation.
0: Mm, absolutely. So yeah. yeah, yeah, and we need to. I love that because I I teach the same thing around acceptance. Once you find out who you truly are, you need to accept it. It's okay to be you. And not to compare. I think we we find ourselves comparing with everybody else around us in society.
1: Yeah, and going back to the going back to the programming is because I think that you know in lots of areas in our life that has been a wonderful tool to ensure that we all stay relatively mainstream and we all it. sort of move through our life in yeah. a in an orderly manner. Because yeah. if we strip all the stories if as a collective we all stepped out tomorrow and said here I am I don't actually I am not going to be ruffled by anybody accepting me or not accepting validating not validating this is just who I am and I I mean there's so much power in that Mm. and as a collective that amount of power
0: is probably
1: not really going to serve certain things that well.
0: (laughs) Potentially not. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone just decides this is who I am and everything might fall apart. Who knows? I don't know.
1: (laughs) I think it's that fear that has been embedded. um, You know, searching for your truth and Mm. who you truly are is dangerous territory.
0: Mm. And scary. It's scary. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because you seem to lose a lot, right?
0: Well that's what we think. Like,
1: yeah, that's right. That's what
0: we think. Yeah. You know, but that
1: to lose people or things or, or because it's the layers of yes. identity. Exactly. And the process of re identifying mm. is
0: Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah for sure.
1: I've realized I talk a lot with my hands, sorry. Guys. And that's fantastic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is a podcast, so no one's gonna be able to see that. So <laughs> i can (laughs) it's all good it's all good (laughs) so there's a popular saying um out there that are you being a human being or a human doing can you talk a little bit about that
1: yeah wow this keeps coming through for me because regardless of how far we are on our journey we never really truly arrive (laughs) it's just always you know it's and so this is massive for me in terms of my business. So to really truly have the space to know ourselves and have the space to be courageous enough to re identify with our truth. We absolutely have to create space to be more, to sit with ourselves, to to listen to what our intuitive mind and gut and, and all of those elements are leading us to. And when we do more, because the success criteria says, you know, that busyness is a key key indicator of you being successful, or in in, in my programming, I guess, in my experience, but success equates to how much you do. But the reality is that that is actually just deviating us from the path of knowing who we truly are and who we truly are comes from being more, being more courageous, being more compassionate, being more loving, being more in tune, not physically doing. That's it. For me, it, in my experience and what I see is that doing more, That that just puts off you you really being able to know who you truly are and what you truly want because re identifying is scary. Mm. So it's a great, great mechanism for the ego.
0: Yeah, I was just going to say, do you find that the doing part, you know, it takes us into our heads potentially Mm -hmm. um, and out of our bodies a little bit more um, so that we're not tuning into those things that we need to be listening for?
1: 100%. I feel like. When we talk about the ego and the soul, the ego has us doing more so we don't take the time out to of our, our mind because there's only really two spaces that we can live our life. one is from love, one is from fear. So the ego will get really busy doing and, and creating the fear in our mind, whereas the soul wants us to go wants us to slow down, wants us to be more and take time and have the space. To know who we are but the ego is clever The is really clever and the ego doesn't want that because you know god forbid you actually start to work out that you, the way that you've been living your life or the, your belief systems or your thinking is actually not serving you and you choose to change elements in your life
0: mm.
1: so it'll just create noise and clutter and bang mm.
0: yeah and do you have any, I guess, tips for people on how to be a more human being as opposed to a human doing?
1: Uh, I, my greatest tools that I've used and and part of what I've done uh, on social media, because like I said, we've, we've relocated, so we're in a new environment, so I'm leaning into social media um, a lot to, to be able to share my message, is that five of my favourite tools or five of my most powerful things that I've done on my journey over the time uh so EFT tapping so emotional freedom technique has been really really powerful for me to shift some energy blocks uh gratitude is probably the number one thing that I implemented a long time ago in terms of having two little boys who had lost so much it was super important for me to be able to lead the way on being able to see what we still had because we could choose to look at everything that we lost because it went completely bang, as you can imagine, Mm. when you lose such a, you know, such a massive loss. Or I felt like it was my role to show them that we still had the choice to look at what we still do have and come from that space and that that would help us on our journey through our grief and trauma so gratitude eft tapping mantra so when i talk about mantra it is literally about being able to disconnect the spiral and this experience came from when i had my third child because i've remarried and had my third child i experienced post-traumatic stress Mm -hmm. so her cry was a trigger that took me back And I had an amazing midwife who really helped as private midwife and what she did was help me realise that if we don't kind of put like a a chop in the spokes, like wedge something into the spiral and the cycle, that's what takes you down and into I would have panic attacks. I would literally have adrenaline rush and panic attacks because I was doing nothing to stop it. And bring myself back into the present so it was literally my baby is crying that is normal and i'm okay and what it did was a it brought me back into reality of what was really truly happening in this moment but the most important thing was that it stopped the just out of control spiral of thinking into that and that was so super powerful for me wow. so just coming into What is truly going on? And repeat that. Repeat that, repeat that, repeat that. Uh, I use essential oils. I absolutely love them in terms of the emotional, uh, stabilizing that they can help in the mood. So I do a dressing every day where I, I choose oils and I come into the space that I want to be feeling. I did Lang Lang this morning because it's the, it's the oil of the inner child. So I wanted to be really free and enjoy this and not be nervous and stuff like that. So. Um and my final one is journaling but not journaling when I said this for the first time lots of people thought that I meant journaling like the past what's gone wrong bring up those emotions shift them, and my journaling is literally about what it is in the future uh I would want to be doing or want to be achieving and that can be physical things like a career change or a romantic interest or it can literally just be how you want to feel in your own skin. But writing as if you are already there and just using that space, that visualisation and really that manifesting come into that energy of how are you going to be feeling when the way you want to be after, say, your courageous change And put it out there. So for me, it's about finding the tool. And if you don't have the tool, finding the person that is kind of like an expert or at least has experience in that and learning what is going to work for you best. Because those five things I've used at different times with great effect. And it's just a matter of playing around with what your experience is and which tool is going to help you the most.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I find that as well as not every tool's for everybody. Um so you really need to explore and experiment and not just give up.
1: Yeah, that's right. And you know, uh essential oils only came into my life about 3 years ago prior to that, like I, d- I had done a lot of reading, you know, personal development reading and, and stuff like that because it was really uh that I needed to get over the fear and the, and the biggest fear after a period of time of the trauma was what people thought about me and the life that I was living. That was just that whole people-pleasing energy. I just found so exhausting because whether or not I was, Maya, but I felt like I was under a microscope yeah. because of my experience and my trauma. And then you're trying to relearn and re-identify because essentially I had to re-identify I was now a widow and mm-hmm. I was now a mother who had her child through cancer. Yep. So I wasn't innocent Andrea who got flustered about little insignificant crap. I was now a woman who had major trauma in her life and I had to re-identify with who I was now. Mm-hmm. And it felt like I was under this microscope of, and maybe I wasn't, like this is what our mind does.
0: Yeah. It makes yes. us
1: believe that everybody's overly interested in what's going on in <laughs> our life. just so we don't do anything (laughs) too outrageous yeah the reality is maybe I wasn't
0: yeah potentially yeah yeah Yeah. just going back to that story um around that did you have I guess a support person or a support team with you at that time uh going through that trauma and transition
1: uh so initially like I've had amazing support the whole time in terms of family and friends and stuff like that so in terms of dealing with and coping with what my life had become, I had amazing support. There's no denying that. But the support that we need in terms of being able to re-identify, because I was now changed, and I couldn't go back to who I was, that, that was a really tricky, because a lot of that is internal. That When you're beginning to see that actually the way you want your future to look doesn't look the same and you start to question who you are and and the, the strategies that you're using to cope, that can be really traumatic in itself because the stories are saying that nobody understands and that you're going to hurt them or you should be able to just manage this in a certain way. And so I think I had beautiful friends, but that I, that I really do believe that that part of the journey, you can't have anyone really support that. That isn't mm-hmm. in your job. It's really in your job. I had so many people helping me with the external, with the boys and going to uni and all of that, all of, all of life. But the inner journey and the identifying with who I was now and how I wanted the future to go, I I don't think there actually can be. In, In a way, as much as I'm saying I'm a courage coach and I love helping support people with that, for me, I feel like we have to get to the point and to get to that point of needing someone, there's kind of a lot of stuff you've
0: got to go through on your own. Yeah yeah absolutely absolutely agree that's great um i guess at at a groovy enlightened life we talk about finding our soul's purpose and aligning to it and reaching our highest potential in this lifetime what can you share i guess about your journey or the stories from your clients around living in alignment to your true self
1: so i think the number one Thing that I would share in terms of recognizing and realizing and stepping towards alignment and stepping towards our truth is the lightness that we feel when we get there. And I don't think we ever get there, but when we get to the plateau of, of shedding some layers and, and letting go of some stories, I think the lightness is what everybody reflects on my clients continue to say i finally know who i am that realization that we are the creators of our reality and when you that aha light bulb moment goes off that you realize that oh my goodness i i actually possess so much power and i possess so much love and compassion for myself and others and I can really, truly really achieve amazing things. I, I don't, there's just nothing that compares to that. There's like, I've got goosebumps just thinking about seeing the transformation in some of the people I've worked with and hearing them say, my goodness, this, like, I just, I can't believe how I feel. Because it is about that coming out of your mind of thinking and coming into your heart of how do you feel though. And people learning that, actually beginning to learn that they can tap into how they feel. Yep. So I've never I've never got a short answer, I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: <No>. <laughs> this is perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. It's so perfect.
1: I, I think alignment is definitely a way you feel. And that feeling is usually based in lightness.
0: Mm.
1: Like lifting the anchors.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I, I guess um do you find that people uh struggle less or are suffering less because they get that feeling, they feel that alignment and things are easier or they feel that lightness? Yeah,
1: absolutely. And I think the the number one thing in terms of them, that lightness is. That they have so many more tools on board to manage and pivot when situations come into their, into their life that would have created stress and overwhelm and days and weeks and months of agitation and irritation. That, that lightness and they, and they begin to remember what does pure joy and happiness and lightness feel like and I can choose that. Mm-hmm. Yes, this experience is challenging me, but how do I pivot and recognize that the, what the ego is doing and come back to, come back to self, come back to center, you know, that's and the it. acceptance of we can't grow without challenges. Yes. I mean, you can have all of the fantastic stuff under the sun happen and it's amazing. And that's a beautiful space where you can celebrate. But true growth and true awareness of self will come from your greatest challenges.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, the the chaos always exists. It's just how we choose to see it and how we choose to manage it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing. Like, I guess that's why I've chosen this path because for the people that resonate with me and my message that don't have the tools, they don't have the torch to shine a light on what's going on that they can't see that's in behind that um i i I want to be able to take that journey i want to be able to help support people feel joy happiness and lightness regardless really of what they've been through or what crops up in their future yep
0: that's fantastic it's beautiful Thank you very much, Andrea. Do you have any final words of wisdom that you would like to share with us today?
1: Uh, probably just the, and I think it might have came from, come from Brene Brown, uh, but courage over comfort. Courage over comfort, but re-identifying and being able to, you know, follow your truth and your inner knowing. It's It's not easy work. If it was easy, everybody would be doing it. And everybody would be doing it, but that we we absolutely do have everything we need inside of us if we choose courage over comfort. And and comfort in discomfort, you know, this is the thing. People still choose comfort, which is uncomfortable, but it's known and it's safe. So yeah, yeah, just, yeah.
0: That's beautiful. Thank you so much for your time today and sharing your message. And I absolutely love your work. It's been great.
1: Oh no, no, thank you so much for having me. i just i, I just love these type of conversations. They're amazing, so
0: fabulous Thank you. I hope you gained some wisdom from our discussion today. We got into it, especially around the ego versus soul. It's something that we're both very passionate about, oh, there's so much to explore in that space. If you'd like to find out a little bit more about Andrea, head over to sagacityrising.com forward slash A-G-E-L 016. And if you'd like to continue the conversation, head into tribe.groovyenlightenlife.com. Thank you once again for taking time out of your life to listen to the episode today. Stay groovy, my friends. My out.